Geeks in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. Welcome back. I took a whole week off to reset and rest away from the podcast. I also took this time to catch up on the comments that people had for me. I am so sorry if I did not get to you. There were just so many, but I do appreciate all of them. Thank you for encouraging me to keep posting new episodes. Also, thank you for the comments that educate me on some of the themes that I may not have knowledge about or suggestions on how to make my podcast better. I want to address the one question that keeps popping up. Why are your stories in English and not in Hmong? I remind my Hmong listeners to be open to the goals of Mix in the Dark. Its main goal is to learn about true scary stories across cultures, which is why the stories are told in English. I started Mix in the Dark from what I knew, which is true Hmong scary stories. So far, Mix in the Dark has been able to reach 20 different countries and it's still growing. We are getting to the point where we will start to hear stories from other cultures. So I ask you to think about the peoples of other cultures who are enjoying our true Hmong scary stories, who also have their own personal scary stories to share with you. I know that Hmong stories are so much scarier when told in Hmong. However, we have many incredible Hmong storytellers already doing this, and I listen to them too. With that in mind, I hope that you can enjoy the new stories coming your way. This episode is a continuation of the Figureless Shadow series, which is a series that focuses on sleep paralysis experiences. We are on chapter two. Story one. The Hmong have a common paranormal occurrence called Da Chua. This name literally translates to sitting demon. Most people explain this as sleep paralysis. I tend to agree most of the time. These episodes are probably sleep paralysis where the mind creates an imagined fear and the body is unable to move. However, Westerners also have another explanation for this, and this explanation rings of the demonic. In the West, there are demons known as Incubus and Succubus. Both are sexual ghosts or demons that typically come upon a sleeping victim, usually at night. The Incubus is a male entity that attacks women, and the Succubus is the female entity that attacks men. Personally, I can only remember being the victim of a dachua a couple of times, once during my undergrad and once in law school. In college when it happened, I was absolutely paralyzed. I could remember mumbling and trying my hardest to move but being unable to. My teeth were clenched tightly and I swear I thought my jaw would lock up. It seemed to go on forever but it eventually stopped and I fell asleep. In law school, I lived in the graduate student's dorm. I was sleeping at night with my back to the door. I lived on the top floor of the building and had a beautiful view of the city. My window was a huge picture window that was nearly the entire wall. Thus, I placed my bed right up against the window. That night, I was laying in bed just staring in the city lights and waiting for sleep to take me. I was in the stage between being fully awake and fully asleep when I sensed I was not alone. 
My eyes could see the city lights, which is why I really do not think I was asleep. I felt cold and I felt something was in my dorm with me. I could sense it ambling closer and closer. I was frozen in place. No matter how hard I tried to move, I couldn't. Although I was not really a Christian yet, I called upon Jesus to help me. Suddenly, the spell broke and I turned over quickly, even throwing a wicked UFC-style elbow as I let out a holler. I didn't hit anything. In fact, when I looked around, there was nothing but my dark room. There is power in the name of Jesus. If you are not a Christian, and if this terrifying thing happens to you, I would still encourage you to call out to Jesus. Story 2 I have a friend. We'll call him Thu. Thu and his wife were part of a church. Thu was very involved and very active. However, Thu's wife was less interested. She was less interested in both the church and in Thu. So she began to mess around. She ended up having an affair with a Mexican guy from her workplace. After the affair, things got strange and scary. Thu's wife began experiencing ghostly visits from an unseen entity. At first, it only happened when she was sleeping. They chalked it up to bad dreams. The pastor and the church did their parts to pray for the couple, but the dreams only got worse. Eventually, the demonic attacks became more aggressive. Now, Thu's wife was experiencing them when she was quite obviously awake. The demons would crawl into bed with her and lay on her. Even when she protested, it would force itself on her and rape her. She said she actually felt genitals and penetration like it was actual sex with a man, only there was no one there. Thu was a Christian, but his family was not. They convinced him to stop going to church and let them try to onang for his wife. Onang is a ritual performed by a shaman as an attempt to figure out paranormal happenings. After much consideration, Thu agreed. He left the church completely. He took his wife to Green Bay where his uncle had a shaman come and perform a ceremony for her. At first, it seemed to work, but several months later, the demon returned. The attacks got even worse. Thu's wife was so scared that she stopped sleeping. They sold their house and moved. The move helped for a short time. Eventually, the demon found her again at their brand new house. They sold their house again. They decided to move to Green Bay to be closer to Thu's family in hopes that they could find help. After selling their house, they moved in with Thu's cousin while their house was being prepared in Green Bay. After two months, Thu and his wife moved to Green Bay. When they left Thu's uncle's house, the demon stayed. Thu's cousin had several very pretty daughters. Over the course of the next few months, all of the daughters were attacked by this demon. 
The cousin called in a shaman to do a ceremony to rid the house of the demon. It worked, but the demon found Thu's wife again. The last I heard, they were just doing their best to deal with it. Story 3 One time, I slept over at my cousin's house. We all slept in the living room. It was around 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning. Everyone, including me, were asleep. Then, I was awakened by something. I felt its presence in the room with us. It felt like it was wandering around and observing us closely while we were sleeping. When I came to, it actually opened my eyes. I started to get chills because I noticed the lights were out and my cousins were all asleep. I started to think, who the hell was still wandering around at this time of night? I didn't make any noise or movement because I still felt its presence there in the room, so I just rolled my eyes around looking a few times. I didn't see anything, so I finally let out a huge sigh of relief and thought, okay, there's nothing there. Then, as I tried to shift my body and head to my right side, I saw him. The shadowy figure standing against the white wall. He stood very still, looking back at me. We both locked our stares at one another for a good five seconds. The figure then turned and walked down into the basement. I wanted to go nuts. I wanted to scream to wake up everyone, but I was stuck. I worked up all the nerves to suddenly pull the blanket over my head and not make a sound. Good thing I was sleeping in the middle, in between my cousins, otherwise there would have been no way for me to go back to sleep. I would have been too afraid of it coming back after a little while. Who knows, it probably did after I've gone to sleep. The next morning I told my cousins about it. They sort of laughed and weren't all that surprised. They said that it was probably the same thing that has been jumping on top of their sister in their room. She had been having a nightmare for a while now, and it was always of somebody getting on top of her and paralyzing her. Story 4 This is my story about sleep paralysis. It started when I was a freshman in high school. My family and I just recently moved to our new house. I shared a room with my sister, but we had our own beds. I don't recall how the cycle started, but from what I remember, I realized early on that it was just a reoccurring theme. I would fall asleep and have a dream. In the dream, I'm sleeping like I'm sleeping in reality. I would see a dark shadow coming from the hallway, gliding towards my bed, and then climbing onto my bed. It would slither up my legs and sit on top of me. I would feel the weight on my chest and would struggle to move for what felt like hours. And then all of a sudden, I would gasp for air to wake myself up. Every time I wake up, I'm in the same position in bed as I was in my dream. And I almost always wake up around 4 or 5 a.m. Both of my parents are shaman. We tried everything. I slept with knives under my pillow, 
endless red strings on my wrist and ankles, lights on in the hallway, and candles burning in my room throughout the night. These are cultural ways to avoid an evil spirit. I even bribed my siblings to sleep with me, but no one wanted to. One night, out of desperation, I carried my sleeping brother, who must have been just four or five at the time, to sleep with me. I still got sat on. It seemed like the more I tried, the more consistent and frequent these dreams were happening. The dreams became realistic. I was now able to feel its long, sharp nails when it was crawling up on me. It would slide its hands into my hands. Sometimes, it would even talk to me and whisper into my ears. I don't recall what it said, but I knew that it was the same one coming every night. This kept happening until sophomore year when I had my first boyfriend. The dreams seemed to disappear. I would have sleep paralysis once in a while, but nothing to that extreme. Then I broke up with my boyfriend and the dreams came back. This happened a couple of times and at the time I was going through a few new relationships too. Then I met my boyfriend who is now my husband. The only difference is that I was still having sleep paralysis when we were dating. I remember this one night clearly as it was the most frightening for me. My boyfriend had drawn for me a picture of a flower bouquet. I wanted the picture to be the first thing I see when I wake up, so I taped it to the wall next to my bed. That night, I had sleep paralysis. I remember it came to me like it always had. It whispered in my ears and held me with its slithering hands. I remember hearing the sounds of paper ripping. In the morning, when it was daylight and I was getting out of bed, I noticed the picture that was taped on my wall. One corner of the picture that was taped had fallen down and half the picture was hanging down. I felt my heart dropped and remembered the sound of the paper ripping in my dreams. Scared, I took down the picture and stored it away. The recurring sleep paralysis stopped when I got married and moved out of my parents' house. My parents still live there in the same house and I've heard stories of my siblings getting sleep paralysis and I've always wondered if it was the same one.